the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to California Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities throughout the state of California. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of this great state and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed entrepreneurs, along with business and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to California Business Connections. As a former chamber president and former SBDC advisor, I'm personally hoping that you would call me so I can get you connected to the people who can help your business. We help all small businesses, especially black and minority businesses. I help them start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. If you're interested in getting help for your business, contact the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. And after this, you'll be contacting the Silicon Valley Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Whether you need capital, you need some cash, you want to call us, you need technical assistance, you want help in operating your business or growing your business, send me an email. Send it to Carl Davis Jr. at Comcast.net. That's C-A-R-L-D-A-V-I-S-J-R at Comcast.net. My guest today is a good friend of mine, and I'm really excited about talking to him. He's our first guest in 2023, Mr. Dennis King, the executive director of the Silicon Valley Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, right? It's Silicon Valley before your Hispanic Chamber, right, yeah, Dennis? It certainly is. Oh. Well, Dennis, I want to ask you, how are you doing first before we dive into the many things that you're doing? How are you doing personally, Dennis? Well, Carl, let me offer a, a polite correction. First of all, thank you for the honor of letting us start off the year together because I really appreciate <laughs> that. Um, you introduced yourself as a former SBDC advisor, which is true, and I've been very honored to work with you. Uh, but I'd certainly like to think of you as a future SBDC advisor wherever you are. <laughs> well, I like that, Dennis. And just because of that, you know, I'm going to come out of retirement. No, <laughs> no, I, I I love helping small businesses uh, wherever. And you, you know how our hearts, Dennis, we'll help people wherever, whatever title we may have. So Your I appreciate empathy that. crosses borders. So it's been very, it's a very, you have a very effective way to connect with people. And, and I certainly appreciate watching you at work. Well, I love that, Dennis. And, I, and I, I've and i never admired a man so much as you, Dennis, for all the work you're doing that you continually do. And, and, and I want our, our listening audience to hear some of the things you've done. I want you to say a little bit about what you've done. And then some of the things you're working on now. And then on the second half of the show, we're going to talk about some of the things you're planning in the future. But give us a little, you know, I know 2022 just ended, but I know you had a wonderful year. So give us some highlights of what you did in 2022, Dennis, if you want to. Well, we recognize that 
under COVID since 2020, February of 2020. Uh, it has been devastating for lots and lots of small business entrepreneurs. Um, and it's been very difficult, especially dealing with various mandates to stop their business or to slow it down. Uh, and as some preventative efforts uh, to, to sidetrack uh, the devastation from COVID. Uh, but sometimes those solutions cause problems too. And mm -hmm. so that's been very difficult. I found it very interesting to listen to the staff of the economic development people from the city of San Jose uh, told me a couple of days ago that last year, some 700 small businesses closed in San Jose. Uh, and I, my heart goes out to the entrepreneurs that had to pack up their bags and, and postpone their dreams uh, and close their businesses. But what I found it was interesting is that they said that there was also about 700 new businesses that got started. Mm. It shows something something interesting about the diversity, but about the ebb and flow of life, I gather. Mm -hmm. um, but, but it wasn't um, it, it was not a match because the businesses that tend to close tend to be the ones that have uh, you know a number of employees. Yeah. And new businesses tend to have fewer employees. Yeah. And in fact, the last census that showed that for Santa Clara County, of about 130,000 businesses in this county, about 97,000 of them don't have employees. Mm -hmm. These are sole uh, independent contractors. Um, so it really shows that the job creation for small businesses is still being challenged. And, and that's where our work with the Small Business Development Center and certainly what we've done with the various ethnic chambers, uh, both the Hispanic Chamber, the Black Chamber, and others, tries to be that bridge to help people get access to information and resources to start and grow their businesses. Um, and that's a continuing life uh, challenge for all of us. Mm -hmm. Last night, we had the honor of opening up a new restaurant in South San Jose uh, from people who had a small restaurant in Gilroy, and they're expanding with a different version uh, by coming to San Jose. Um, last night, there was a storm. I mean, it was just- I know. Pouring rain. <laughs> Spite of that, there was a mariachi group there. There was a number of people from the community, the entrepreneurs themselves, and including some of the people that we helped some years ago that were artists that were trying to figure out how to maintain a life through their art. And mm. I was pleased to see that one of the artists that did go through our training program had art all over the new restaurant. Oh, wow. So wow. It's kind of a, kind of a win-win situation. And so that was a, a quiet moment of, of joy for us to see the ongoing quiet legacy of bringing good people together and helping them empower their quest for their dreams. Man, Dennis, you know, that's what I love about you and, and what you're doing at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I mean, it's been an honor to work with you uh, when we had the coalition together, the Silicon Valley Coalition of Ethnic Chambers and serving with um, I guess the vice mayor is gone now, Chappie Jones, a member of the Small Business Task Force. You know, give give our listeners a little synopsis, Dennis. So what do you think about, you know, that Small Business Task Force and the opportunities that it's going to create? Well, certainly talk a little bit about the legacy. So much of that really kind of has our own personal stamp in that. So 10, no, I guess 18 years ago. Wow. <laughs> You're going way back, huh? Our, our chambers, yours and mine, <laughs> going to Dixer, right here, actually just a few blocks from where we are right now. 
um, we had a joint mixer. And one of the people that attended, I did not know him before. He had not been active in the community in the chambers at that time. But he came up and talked to me after the presentations to ask, well, what are we doing to help ethnic minorities get access to the millions and millions of dollars, and now I'd say billions of dollars, of government contracts locally? And I think I turned to you at the time, and we had a kind of a, we knew that we wanted to do something, but we weren't exactly sure 18 years ago what was the best course of action. Um, but that particular person was a Mr. Charles Jones, who <laughs> it was kind of interesting at the time that he really, you know, when I look back at it, I don't remember who our speaker was that night. I don't remember our entertainment. I don't even remember what we <laughs> ate that night. I, I know it was a, a joyful experience, but all of that kind of blurred. But I do remember his conversation because yeah. he was very direct and challenging to us. And when I challenged him back, he did something I've never heard in politics before. He had said that, well, I think he, he challenged us to make that part of our mission, to be mm -hmm. proactive about it, and that he himself was going to do something about it. In fact, he might make that a core reason for him to run for city council. And wow. what I thought was amazing about that that was 10 years before he actually did do that. <laughs> and I, I, I had not run across anybody that not only had that special vision, but that kind of personal commitment to kind of go through the fire and go through the political maze to do the kinds of things you have to do in the community to be a viable candidate. And he did that he because did. as the years went on, I would see him at different, more and more community activities. Um, I had seen him volunteer for various things. And and then he himself became a very active member of the small business commission that the city of San Jose had uh, for a number of years. And from that, he was being an advocate for doing what he shared with us years before. Uh, but unfortunately, the, the city ended that commission. And so there was a void for a long period of time. And Chappie Jones, uh, when he did run for, and I was honored to help support, as I think we both did, mm -hmm. When he won, guess what? He remembered his promise. And so yes. he went forward to do a commission. Um, and at the time, uh, the only one that was against it was the mayor who said it was going to be too expensive, that they had calculated that it was going to cost $300,000 a year. The city can't afford it. Um, and Chappie did not undermine his mayor. He didn't criticize. He didn't complain. Mm -hmm. He didn't step back. Uh, pulled back the motion, but he didn't pull back on the idea. Mm -hmm. In his own way, in his own style, he went forward and developed something ex almost exactly a clone issue, clone image of the commission, mm -hmm. um, but it was going to be done out of his budget in his area for his district, but it would serve to represent the whole city. And that was the Small Business Advisory Task Force. And he no, no sooner did that when he reached out to both of us to say, okay, now how do we get advocates, small business advocates mm -hmm. in the community to team up with him uh, to be active month after month dealing with a wide variety of issues that impact small businesses. And Man. Man, I love it, Dennis. The only reason I'm stopping you now, Dennis, can you believe it? We gotta pause for a little break. We're halfway through the show already. 
Wow, we're just getting started. <laughs> we'll be right back. Just take a little break. You're listening to California Business Connections. Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow. Participate in mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business. All with the help of the Chamber's certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a certified Small Business Development Expert Advisor for free. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Bay Area residents, we need your help. The coronavirus has affected everyone, and that includes Silicon Valley. Nonprofits that help small businesses like our Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce are in dire need of support. Your support helps us support and assist small businesses with workshop webinars and even one-on-one technical training for free. Please give, whether it's your time, your volunteer expertise, or donations. Go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com and see how we help Bay Area communities. Now, back to California Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. Welcome back. I'm Carl Davis Jr. And you're listening to California Business Connections. My guest today is Mr. Dennis King. And Dennis was talking about the wonderful things that the Hispanic Chamber are doing for small businesses here in Silicon Valley. And I I just wanted him to be able to continue because some of the things he's going to talk about are things that we've done to position small businesses in a certain way. But he's also going to talk about things that are happening right now, whether it's grants or loans, you know, any types of capital. But, you know, capital is not the only thing. I, Dennis and I have been in this for a while. I used to always think that or say that a lot of small businesses people, a lot of small business people, excuse me, think that money is the end all. And in actuality, it's almost like a bucket with holes in it. If money was water and you put water in there, eventually the water is going to come out if you don't really know how to run your business. So being able to properly run your business is very, very important. As a matter of fact, you know, getting capital, you're going to need to know how to run your business and set yourself up to be quote unquote loan ready. And, And everybody just doesn't have that ability. And that's why the chambers exist. You can contact the Hispanic chamber, the Vietnamese, Filipino, Chinese chamber, us, the Black Chamber, you can contact all these different chambers, and there's people there to help you. So, Dennis, having laid that out, Dennis, <laughs> I wanted you to talk about some of the things that, one, you've done when you talked about administering grants for small businesses, and then what other type of capital help you've done, and then some of the stuff you're doing now. So, let's look at a couple of thoughts. So, one thought is, yes, getting access to capital is very important, especially in the, in the early stages. But even more important than access to capital. I mean, most businesses at some point in their life need access to capital. Mm-hmm. But all businesses, all the time, need access to customers. Right. <laughs> and so where do you, who are these potential customers? How do you identify them? How do you establish a relationship with them? How do you get them to be customers? And how do you get them to come back? And Mm -hmm. these are very important questions that need to be asked all the time. So we do a lot of training programs, whether they be standalone one-on-one webinars or various workshops or multiple uh, training sessions. So last year we had three different training programs, eight weeks each to, to ask and to encourage people to ask that of themselves about, well, 
tell us who these customers are and tell them why, why should they buy whatever it is that you're selling? And so I think that led to a very important part because that also then relates to capital. It's not enough to get capital. I mean, the sources of capital usually, first of all, I want to know how are they going to get it back? Um, most financial institutions, most banks really don't take risks. They mm. want to know what risks are you taking and, and how are they going to be assured that you're going to be able to perform like you want to do? So that leads itself to a lot of one-on-one -on -one advising in addition to these workshops. And that's kind of the core of what we do. Now, since COVID, uh, I have to be thankful and, and certainly we feel blessed to be honored by so many local entities that's stepping forward uh, in terms of trying to do something to support their small businesses. If there's any silver lining for COVID, and I have to really stretch to find something that's positive about COVID, I'd say that it appears that more and more our local government leaders are, are recognizing the value, the importance of small businesses in their community. And if you think about it in terms of who provides the support, who provides the personal services, who cuts your hair, where do you go for you know those kinds of personal mm -hmm. uh, adult services or child care services or restaurants? Rest mm -hmm. Restaurants are the watering holes of most communities, either mm -hmm. as an ongoing source of defining their community because they often represent the cultures of the of the people that make it up. And, and in our area, over 60% of our small businesses throughout Santa Clara County are owned and operated by immigrants. So mm. we've been an intersection of the world. And the good news is that they bring their values, their culture from all parts of the world that's here. But the part that's awkward is that doesn't mean that they necessarily know the rules of the game here. Mm -hmm. um, and unless they've learned those rules quickly, uh, they could find out that that could be a very expensive education for them. And so that's where we step in to help them be able to kind of get through the myriad of regulations and expectations of the various government agencies in which they have to deal with that allows them to be successful. The, the training Wait. programs has been, has been also an inspiration. Mm -hmm. Since COVID started, we managed the, the, the grant programs, small business grant programs for the cities of Sunnyvale, Malpitas, Cupertino, San Jose, the county, and now the state. So in two years, as we wrap up the three grant programs that we're currently working on, mm -hmm. my staff will have written, I will have signed, we will have given out in person over $11 million. Wow. This is in this county alone. Wow. Say that again, Dennis. Say that again. <laughs> my, my staff will have written, I will have signed, we will have handed out in person. Mm -hmm. over $11 million to the local small business owners that are struggling here in Santa Clara County. Wow. Um, now, that... most grant programs I know mm -hmm. are good to send out a check in the mail to people who, who qualify for it. Mm -hmm. but we didn't want to do that. We wanted to give them in person. Mm -hmm. And even though it's more time consuming, takes more energy to do it, uh, and it's emotionally draining to deal with so many of the sad stories, mm -hmm. it's wonderful to get the happy stories. But it gives us a chance to personalize this process because, as you pointed out, Carl, this is, even grants, it's not just the money. Yeah. It's, it's what's your story? Yeah. How did, what's your journey to where you are today? How did you get here? Yeah. What, what, what's next on your journey? And are there things that we can do to help you along your journey? So money certainly helps, but that's only part of it.
And so um, for us, there were so many really wonderful, heartwarming stories. And even if the dollars don't make the huge difference, what it is telling people is we care about you. Yes. You're important in our community. We want you to be successful. And we're going to invest whatever resources, but especially our time, to see that you succeed in your journey in serving our community. Um, Man, so that, that's fundamentally what our programs are about. I love that, Dennis. Now, you mentioned a little bit about the state's grants program, and I know you guys are operating and, and sort of administering it here in Silicon Valley. But uh, some of our listeners around in Sacramento and Northern California, around the Bay Area, how could other people, quote unquote, participate? What what kind of, uh, you know, wisdom could you give them on how to participate? Well, last year, GoBiz, under the governor's office for the state of California, had issued a $50 million grant program. And this one was for the people that traditionally have been ignored by these programs. They wanted to reach out to the smallest of the small businesses, the people that were selling hot dogs or tamales mm -hmm. or corn from, mm -hmm. from carts. Mm -hmm. uh, food trucks and all that. Well, not even food trucks, even mm -hmm. smaller than that. The smallest <laughs> of the small mm -hmm. help them get at least a $2,500 grant that might help them to be able to buy their carts or to step up on the next level. Um, and so every one of our 58 counties has the right to these, these programs. And mm -hmm. many of our counties have stepped up and for people outside of Santa Clara County, what I would ask if they wanna see if those programs are still open uh, today is to, to check with their, their counties, uh, particularly their county exec's office to find out who's doing the program. There's a reasonable chance that the counties themselves are doing it, uh, but there's also a very good chance that they have subcontracted that out to some other entity uh, to be able to offer and, and serve the smallest of the small businesses through this grant program. Um, we ourselves, um, we already, our goal this year was to do 875 grants. And as of last week, we have already issued 880 grants. In other words, we exceeded <laughs> our goal. <laughs> that is fantastic, Dennis. You know, Dennis, how could people and even partners or sponsors and people who want to connect with you because this is a wonderful story you're saying and in 2023 i think it's even going to be better yet for the hispanic chamber of commerce how could people one contact you dennis if they want to volunteer be a part of what you're doing be a corporate sponsor what email phone numbers would you give them well our direct number at the office is a good beginning uh, and i can certainly give my email address as well but you know pick up the phone and call and the best number would probably be 408-248-4800. So again, 408-248-4800. That goes directly to our office. Uh, we've got some wonderful people that would be happy to answer calls and either direct them to me or, or one of our business advisors, depending on what people want to talk about. Um, so that's a good way to do that. Um, I can certainly offer my email address is if that's appropriate mm -hmm. well, yes mm -hmm. yes it is mm -hmm. and that would be dennis k d-e-n-n-i-s-k at h-c-c as in hispanic chamber of commerce sv.org say that one more time dennis if you don't mind sure that would be dennis k 
D-E-N-N-I-S-K at H-C-C-S-V dot org. Man, Dennis, I, I'm so happy, Dennis, that I'm starting the year off right with you. <laughs> you know, um, we're just going to have to get together again, as Den- again, Dennis, because I, I love what you're doing. I'm probably going to try to talk to you around June and July and find out what you're doing because you're always doing something that's helping small businesses and helping our community. I want to thank Dennis for being on today. Mr. Dennis King, the executive director of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce from Silicon Valley. And as I always say, whether it's education, health, even politics or sports, it's all about business. So stay safe and stay connected. You're listening to California Business Connections. You've been listening to California Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr., brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. For more information about today's show, go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email Carl at carldavisjr at comcast.net. That's carldavisjr at comcast.net. Keeping you connected. California Business Connections. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.